What's up guys, it's your boy Triple D and welcome back to another one of my late ass reviews. And this time we are talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Now I know what you're thinking, that movie came out months ago, but that's the whole point of these late ass reviews. I like to give reviews after the smoke has cleared, after the dust has settled, and people have kind of gotten off their hype trains, whether it be for the good, the bad, or the ugly, and uh, approach these things from a, a clearer standpoint um, and without so much pressure to, to fall in line with what the status quo is, is pretty much been saying. The main thing I want you guys to leave this review with is this one question. Was the rise of Skywalker that bad? was it really that bad uh the early reviews which i'm more and more becoming less of a fan of are these early reviews where people take them as bible scriptures um as the end all be all for movies that they haven't even seen for themselves came out and said oh this wasn't that good it was it was the worst and blah 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 and a lot of people as usual they ran straight to social media and was like, well, the early review said it's this. So I'm going to go in and uh, pretty much take that at face value and agree with them, even though I have not watched a single second of this for myself. Um, that's what happened with the the first two movies of this last set, this last trilogy, I should say. And this was no different uh, movie hadn't even come out yet. The early reviews came in and people were posting there. I, I don't understand how you can have, I, I know we're in the, the era of takes and people will give takes with little to no info, but I, I don't understand how people can confidently bag a movie that they haven't seen yet based off the word of someone else yet still consider themselves to be an original free thinker. I, I don't, I don't get it, but what do I know? So like I said, um, when this is over, we're going to ask the question, was it that bad? So before we jump in, I, I believe, yeah, I, I got to talk about how for me, Star Wars, I was introduced to Star Wars by my dad. And ever since the, what was it? The, the prequels, um, the, the, the adventures of young Anakin pre Vader, um, me and my dad have pretty much seen practically every one of these newer movies, including those three, um, in theater. It's just, it's a thing that we do together. Um, I was not old enough to see the original three in theaters. Uh, they were out way before, but um, I watched them with him, and uh, this one was no different. The only one we didn't see was, um, what didn't we see? Oh, uh, Solo. And that was just a timing thing. We would have, but we just didn't get around to it. We saw Rogue One in theaters. Um, so we've we've seen them all, and um, we've enjoyed them. Uh, plot holes and all, we, we've enjoyed them. Um, we've never really, I can only speak for us, but like we've never really found a reason to just completely bash these movies the way a lot of other people um, take pride in doing so now. Um and, you know, I'll kind of get into part of that uh, as we go as we go on a little further. So what I was what I was expecting, what I was kind of looking forward to uh, coming off of the last movie was, well, I guess I got to talk a, a little bit. I'm not going to go into depth. But what I liked about the last two movies was, um, first of all, like I liked that it was kind of new, but it also had the 
you know, some old tropes to it. So it didn't feel completely out of left field. Um, I definitely appreciated the, I guess, the ambition of having the second movie practically pick up literally right after the first movie kind of ended. Like it really felt like, because with most Star Wars movies, there's there's a time jump, um, whether it's a couple months or in some cases years. There's there's a like a decent amount of time has passed, whereas in the first two, it really felt like later that day, and that's where the second movie pops in. Um, so I was really curious to see where this one was gonna start off, and um, we we get a, a a bit of a time lapse. Um, I off the top of my head, I can't remember. Uh, how long the time had how long how much time had passed in between the second and third movie but I was appreciated I appreciated that you know they actually did get some some time to kind of uh, deal with the the outcome of the first two movies and, and kind of regroup and, and come up with their plan I really enjoyed Finn becoming more confident as opposed to the first movie where he was he was just trying to survive which, you know, you can't really knock him for that. He's just trying to survive um, into the second movie where it's, again, he's, he's coming off a crazy, a crazy journey. Like, he, he goes from pretty much being a soldier to, to going AWOL to pretty much joining the opposition and then being borderline, like, practically gravely wounded to waking up and being like, oh, this is still going on. Uh, one of my few friends that I've made in this this very brief journey needs me. So, you know, he, he gets kind of called out for for trying to bail. But at the same time, it's like if you if you're this dude, you can't fully blame him. So I I, I appreciated the growth between the first two movies and this one where he's he's way more confident um, in what he what he's doing. And he's still kind of working on what he stands for. But it, it's. His a lot, his his, I guess, the things he's looking, the, the his motives. That's the word I'm looking for. I, I fumbled all that. His motives are becoming more and more clear. Um, I like the fact that in this third one, Poe has has chilled back on the whole hothead thing. Uh, that you know they really ramped up in that second movie where they really made him like this, this kind of knucklehead. Uh, soldier who who wants to be in charge it, it was it was a little you know it was it was it, it was pretty cut and dry what they were going for with this character in that second one and, and i'm glad that like he's still kind of he's still kind of like a little brash and a little cocky but like he's he's chilled out since then um and i i appreciate that they they let ray do some training um which was really really interesting to see that that kind of unfold um with her training out in the woods and then her sort of having that uh that that dark side moment where um she's getting frustrated and you know those who you who know you know what what anger leads to um so i i really appreciated that and speaking of the dark side um i like the fact that we got kylo ren just storming through places just searching for answers um and well when this is by the time we're done with this i'm gonna explain why i really spoiler alert (laughs) why i really liked kylo ren um 
which is it's weird to say is almost a controversial statement to say this you know in this day and age because people people hated him so much but i will get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it as always the the sets and the scenery and the world building um maybe not the world building but just like the backgrounds of star wars they get better and better with every movie um and this was no exception just just beautiful beautiful sets uh the the scene where they're in the desert it's you know no the the de- desert itself it never looks appealing but when they threw in that that festival that was going on and all those bright colors it just looked it looked amazing on the big screen and i'm i'm glad they had uh lando pop back up which you know it wasn't a a surprise because you know if you if you saw the trailers you know he pops up in it um which again i'm never going to let this go uh trailers need to quit spoiling things like let that be a surprise i i don't whatever like i i just wish trailers would would give you enough but not like give up certain things but then again i guess trailers kind of have to because people are so nosy nowadays that nothing nothing is a surprise anymore which is really sad when you think about it but anyway i i really appreciate that they had lando calrissian uh pop back up in there and, and just be a part of it even if it even even for it to seem like in the beginning that he wasn't going to come back, but it was dope to know that he's still out there. He's still out here doing his thing. He's still out here, you know, fighting the good fight. Um, the music, the music is always top notch and it, it never disappointed at some point that that's going to be a, a thing. Um, I'm going to have to sit down one day and just listen to the uh, the original score because goodness just music in movies like that just amp up everything i know it's is super basic to say but like music matters and it, it matters so that was awesome uh the storyline it, it was a straightforward story we have a problem that needs to be taken care of and in true star wars fashion we're going to kind of we're going to kind of fumble our way through it but we're going to get the job done <laughs> the star wars movies are never I, and this is, and we might as well get into it now. I, I never understood, and it, this really didn't happen until the, the they, they announced these newer movies, because people hated the the trilogy, the prequels. Excuse me, people hated the the prequels because, in their minds, they were they were never supposed to be any more movies after the first three. So they made the first three, and people complained about them, even though the first three, while like most movies, had its issues they weren't as terrible as people try to put on um people just like we'll get there uh and then when they announced that these three were being made and it was going to be a female lead even though people were in love with leia they they couldn't they couldn't fathom the idea of there being a female jedi lead which is just stupid um and god forbid we're not even going to go into what happened when they found out there was a black stormtrooper they did everything they could to to ruin this thing and make it unappealing before it even before it even aired. Um, you know, they talked a whole lot of crap to get people not to see it just for them to go see it just so that they could hate watch it and hate critique it, which is just uh, a supreme waste of time. Because, again, those movies, they did great. They they weren't that bad. 
I still like it, it blows my mind how how people really need to feel superior about the weirdest of things. Um, Star Wars movies have always been fairly simple. Lightsabers and lasers, lasers and lightsabers. That's it. Like these movies have never been that deep. Now, if you want to talk about the books and the comics, that's fine. But the movies have been pure comic book flicks. Excuse me, popcorn flicks. They've been pure. The movies have been pure popcorn flicks. Entertainment to kill some time. They've never been that deep. Never. Like, don't lie to me. Don't lie to yourself. This movie was just that. It was entertaining. There was there was there was action. There was some sadness. Um, the realization that yeah, Carrie Fisher is gone, which they handled very well, and it also points to the planning that went into shooting these movies. Um, you could tell that they clearly shot these movies very close to each other, um, because when there's that 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 moment in the second movie, I'm like, okay, this is how they handled her passing away, just to have it be like, no, she survives and makes it through half of the movie and it was handled very well, very poetic and um, it, I feel like it was a I feel like it was a pretty good send-off for her. Shout out to Harrison Ford for for cashing that check for his probably two minutes on screen. I'm not mad at him. Mark Hamill did the exact same thing at the end of The Force Awakens and he didn't even get a line. So, hey, get get your money. Get your money. I think uh, one of my favorite reveals was the Palpatine drop um, because, uh, and I had a lot of people, you know, being super hindsight, like, oh, you didn't know, you didn't pick up on that. Oh, I saw that a mile away. If you did, great. If you didn't, which a lot of you were not as convincing as you thought you were, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that serious. To be totally honest with you, when we get the realization that, okay, it's not looking like she's actually related to Luke Skywalker. My next thought was she was related to Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, once everything goes to hell at the end of, uh, what is it, the the Clone Wars or whichever one, every, the Order 66 happens, it would have made, you know, it made perfect sense to me that, you know, Obi-Wan goes and meet somebody and has a kid or something like that. That's the only, That's what made the most sense to me. I never would have guessed that she would have been related to <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. Like I that I was genuinely surprised by that. And if you want to call me dumb for not uh picking up on that, that's fine. I've never been super deep into the lore of Star Wars. And I mean if that if that makes you feel better, seek help, but whatever. I I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really dope because it, it just it just made it a much more interesting twist for me. Um, I wish they could have spent more time with it. I really did like the the whole uh, her kind of being pulled to the dark side and wondering and like why it made sense that her pull to the dark side was so much stronger than um, than Skywalker's. Um, so I thought that was a really cool angle, especially the scene where she's on the Death Star and she runs into what could what she could become. Which, I mean, let's get the Doctor Strange treatment on that. I, I want to see that timeline where she flips and um, we get the inevitable flip of, uh, of Kylo Ren, which we'll get to in a, at, at a certain point. So I, I liked that. 
that whole thing. I like the fact that we we find out that Finn is not the only stormtrooper who deserted. And there's a there's a whole group of them who have done the same. And, you know, I I wouldn't mind that that spinoff, whether it's a TV series or a, or a movie. You know, we can get Billy D. Williams reprising his role as Lando a little bit longer. I would definitely watch that. Uh, so as far as they what they got wrong. Oh, boy, that Rose Finn awkwardness. And this is one of those things that they only have themselves to blame. The way they shoehorned in Rose dropping an I love you at the end of the second movie was was probably that was the the, the and I'm I'm a pretty go with the flow, you know, happy go lucky sort of dude. And I'm not hypercritical. That was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. Um, I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like there was, it had no basis. Like these two just met and they went on one mission together and for, for them to make her say that, and you could tell, and you know, they messed up because they were so awkward around each other. Like it, it wasn't addressed whatsoever. And I just, just for the fact that they built this, this great character just to, to, to kryptonite stab her at the very end of one movie and then like pretty much use her as like just a a hey remember me character in this third movie i i feel like they 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 definitely owe kelly marie tran some justice especially considering the crap she went through with the dumbass fans who who made her life a living hell on social media um so they they definitely screwed that up and Kelly Marie Tran definitely deserves better for the way that she was treated after the second movie just for for, for simply existing cuz there was no reason there was no justification for the way people treated her um so i i hope i hope we see more of her because she deserves a fair shot so that was the first thing i felt they got wrong the second thing was this this kiss between Ray and, and Ben that made no sense um, I, I don't understand what they were going for with that. There was never a, to me. Now, if you saw something otherwise, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to be like, okay, point it out to me. And I, I have no problem admitting, you know what? I missed that. But while there was a whole lot of implied sexual tension, I never got one inkling of romantic tension. Like I, that made no sense to me whatsoever i'm sorry it just it just didn't and you know the for and it was just a weird it was a weird exclamation point at the end of a very dope scene with you know the fight scene and him try you know his redemption story and her coming to grips with who she is and her family uh her family drama for lack of a better term it it was just it was just plain strange to me and I, I didn't, I didn't feel it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wasn't feeling it. Um, I don't let that stop you guys from writing your fanfics and your, your deviant art. I'm not going to hold you, but it just, it just didn't make any sense. It was all, it honestly it was on the same level as, as Rose saying, I love you at the end of that other movie. Um, so that's what I feel like they, what they got wrong. Now, as far as what they got right, the one thing to me, to me, the biggest thing they got right 
is probably the one thing everybody hates most about these this particular trilogy. And that's Kylo Ren, or Kylo Ben, as I like to call him. The reason I, I really enjoyed Kylo Ben is because it's probably one of, to me, the best take on a villain transitioning from being a good guy to a villain. It's one of those things that is just like, it's so basic uh, that people want the, they want the same old thing. They want their villain. They wanted Darth Vader. They wanted Darth Maul. They wanted these, these, these straight up bad guys, these badasses that are just like, they're already locked in. And the, what I enjoyed about Kylo Ren was, and I, I can't think of too many decent examples of this, but I can't think of many villains I've ever seen be conflicted. Like every other, every villain you meet in, in most of these movies and other franchises, they're, they're already locked in as badass bad guys. Like there's, you know, this is who I am. This is what it, this is what it is. Whereas in, we, we actually get to see Ben Kenobi, excuse me, um, Ben Solo. Wow. That woof. Y'all are going to kill me. We actually get to see, can we get to see Kylo Ren go through the mental anguish of betrayal and trying to come to grips with, I'm, I'm a, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the dark side, but actually having the internal conflict of maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be. Maybe this isn't right. That's, that's real. Only psychopaths and sociopaths are, can be like, you know what? I'm going to be a straight up villain and the, the, the switch flick, you know? And that's the thing that kills me about a lot of these fanboys who who hated Kylo Ren? Oh, he's whiny and he's crying. But yes, so are you. He's he's borderline the embodiment of a lot of these internet fanboys who who want to ruin things to keep who want to ruin the experience for everyone to keep things purely what they want. You know, they 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 swear they love these fandoms and these franchises, but they'll they'll ruin the 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 experience of it if it means they get to keep things the way that they that they've always been you know i don't understand how that well no i know why they don't see the parallel because that would take some some self uh that would take some accountability we don't live in a world of a lot of accountability anymore but i i enjoyed his conflict like i enjoyed seeing that on screen because we don't we don't get that from villains that often like i like the fact that he's really he was really fighting with like i i know this is what i want but this does not feel like it's right. Like this doesn't feel like it. This is the right thing, and him coming to grips with his mistakes when he finally realizes that yeah no, I've been wrong all along. I've been manipulated and I've been used. This is not who I am. This is not. This isn't the right thing to do. And to you know to see a villain get a more I guess a more realistic transition back into being a good guy as opposed to. Sasuke from Naruto who just goes ape on the village one day and swears to murder the whole village burn it to the ground and then take it over and then just showing up one day I'm like yeah I'm not gonna do that anymore uh because you know I had a I had a well thought out talk with uh the ghost of my brother and some other ghosts and some other dead dudes uh spoiler alert for anybody who's super far on Naruto um so yeah I'm not really evil anymore um but I'm still gonna do crazy things 
it, it's that fantasy thing. It's that fantasy thing of people wanting to be in absolute control of their emotions, wherein I feel like Kylo Ren is the, to, for me, in this particular instant, he's the personification of of how heavy and how conflicted and how messy and how confusing raw emotion truly is, which we don't see that often. So, you know, props to Driver on that and props to to the to you know whoever was in charge whether it was the writers the or the the director who was just like no keep him conflicted keep him conflicted until the very end when he finally figures out his his absolute truth you know he's fine with paying the price for his sins when it all comes down you know that i feel like they finally that's what i feel like they got right the most out of these three uh these three movies and i i am i enjoyed that i am a kylo ren fan i'm a kylo ben fan so where do we go from here? Um, it honestly, from talks, it it seems like we're not getting anybody back from um from this particular trilogy. Um, I feel like I've seen a few things from uh Daisy Ridley and uh, John Boyega that said that like you know it it was an exhausting experience, rightfully so. Um, and it doesn't look like it does. It really doesn't look like we're gonna see. Um, if we ever get another trilogy or main Star Wars story, I, it's not looking like we're we're going to get them back. Um, I'm not sure what Oscar Isaac's um, stance is on it. Um, like I said, I'd love to see some some adventures of um, of uh, of Lando Calrissian. Uh, the Mandalorian is amazing. Like the the Mandalorian, if you haven't heard, which I don't, if you haven't heard, you, you've been living under a rock. But the Mandalorian was an amazing series, and I think they got picked up for at least, in I, I know one more season. And I saw something recently that said that they have a plan for, um, if not a total of five, then five more additional seasons, um, which I'm looking forward to the return of that because that was just such a great show. Um, the Mandalorian, it felt like like a futuristic Western series, which was dope. Um, but I, I can go on from the, about the Mandalorian for, for, for hours, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get some, some references from that. Maybe who knows? We might get a crossover um, word on the street is that the Kenobi project is actually going to be um, a series rather than a movie now, um, which if, Hey, if they if they commit to it, I'm down for it. Um, I think, yeah, I haven't heard much else, um, but I, I'm not super tuned in to a lot of entertainment news. Uh, I dabble here and there. Um, so we'll see what comes next. Um, so all that's left is to ask the question, was the rise of Skywalker that bad? And honestly, I'm going to say no. I don't think it was that bad. Um, did it have its issues? Of course, but what movie doesn't? Um, I, I honestly think if people would just go in with a realistic view that these movies, like I said before, are lasers and lightsabers, you, you're going to enjoy this. You're going to enjoy the movie. It's an enjoyable movie. Um, what people need, people need to stop doing is entering these movies with these, fan fiction expectations and being legit mad when they don't get their fanfic wish it's just I, in this day and age i don't understand why we think that's still a you know 
a possibility. The closest that has ever gotten. And while I, I, I feel like it worked out for them, it was also a very dangerous move was for the, the people who made that Sonic movie to, to fold and, and redo it. That was, it was a bold move, but it was also a dangerous move because people on the internet already are, can already be a bit drunk with power. And the fact that that got changed, which honestly, I, and you can call me, you can say I'm, I'm wearing a tinfoil hat. I think that was marketing to be honest with you. I think they, they product tested it. They, I think they used the people as product testers, um, or beta testers and they sent out those, those, uh, those um those trailers just to see what the backlash would be i think they already had that movie done um and i could be wrong but like i feel like they had that movie already done the way they released it as in the the movie that's out now that just recently came out i think they 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 i think what they did was they they may have done two and i think they released those first trailers as like okay let's see what people think about it if they're feeling it Maybe we can we can continue with this design into some some new stuff. Maybe we can get it. We, we can we can flip this into a new TV show or web series or, you know, toys or whatever. I think they already had the other movie. I think they already had the movie that we that was released already done. Um, and they just, you know, used the time because I feel like. Eh, I'm not, I've already, I've already dabbled off of it way too much, but like I said, people need to get off these, these fanfic expectations and just go, go to a movie and just watch it to enjoy it. I know that's a hard concept for a lot of people to, to grasp in the age of, um, I have an opinion, therefore my opinion holds weight, which a lot of times people need to understand it don't, your opinion is not that heavy especially without action, but just go to a movie and watch it for yourself. Again, I don't think it was that bad of a movie. I think it was an enjoyable movie. Again, far from perfect, but nowhere near, to me, nowhere near as trash as people want to believe it is. And at some point, we're going to get into that whole conversation of um, how people need to kill this dumbness of everything that that doesn't live up to your expectations being automatically trash. And it's just, that's dumb and it's damaging and it's ruining entertainment. Um, but yeah, that was my late ass review. Uh, there will be more to come. I'm already planning on doing one on the gentleman, which was a dope movie. If you haven't seen that, go check that out. You know where to find me off the clock pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email me at off the clock podcast, Yahoo. Um, and uh, yeah, there's still, you know, you can always hit me up, like, rate, comment, subscribe. Um, I'm still taking submissions for the, uh, the Tinder Tales. Those haven't gone away. If you got something to say, some things you want to discuss, you know where to find me. I'm still going to be doing the Unfashionably Late series. Um, if you have any any input or anything um, that you want me to watch or or take in and you want to discuss, you've got the contact info. Set me up. This is Triple D, and I will see you guys next time.